0: think about it, absorb it, add a little flavor to your life, soak the knowledge, let it steep, marinate on that. You're listening to Marinate on That. Marinate on that podcast addresses all aspects of living a greater life. To reach your full potential in life, you must focus on leading And for improving your life. In the beginning, we were taught to only focus on one intelligence, and throughout our early childhood education and development, our intellect and skill level has been measured by man-made tests, and our intelligence is compared to other students. Over time, we begin to believe these results, which overcast our true gifts and hinders our potential. But is college for everybody, education is necessary. Join me as I discuss this topic with visual artist Chris Lanise, who is a college graduate. You're listening to Marinate on that podcast. And this is episode one. I'm Jessica Taylor. And I'm joined today by Chris LaNeece, a very, 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 very talented visual artist based out of Atlanta I've known for years. And she's so, so creative. Welcome, Chris. What's up, girl? Mm Yo. What's up, sis? How How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Just working. I'm excited. As always. (laughs) I'm excited (laughs) to, um, Agree to let me talk to you today Um, and enjoy the first episode of the podcast. Yay! You got to start off with the goat. I understand. Right, right. You got it. You got it. (laughs) So real quick, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Go ahead and put that, that plug in. Let everyone know who you are, what's going on in your world. I mean, I mean, I've been following you on Instagram and your work is so amazing. I mean, I've watched you grow over the years and the transition of your work and where I see you and the direction you're going. I'm so proud of you. But But you are about to blow up, girl. Oh, sis, I
1: hope so. So I am from Louisville, Kentucky. I think I've dibbled in just about almost every form of art there is. So I spent a lot of time doing like poetry and playwriting painting until (laughs) until like 2013 is when I first started that's what I've been doing ever since Just in these past couple of years I think I've really like found my chin I moved to Atlanta to be an artist because My my art does so well here and ever since I've moved, it's taken off since then. So I'm an entrepreneur uh-huh. no. where I'm at right now. Been a full time entrepreneur
0: for about the same amount of time, about five years. Um
1: and yeah, that's about it. I'm pretty chill. So let
0: me ask you this. So you said you went to h- high school in Jacksonville. You went to mm-hmm. visual a visual art school. But you started painting in two thousand and thirteen and after college. So what was your right. major, so what was your major in college? In college
1: my major was actually international affairs. I don't know why I looked for some reason I thought when I first got to school that I wanted to be at first I said I wanted to be a lawyer so I was a poli-sci major and then I switched it to international affairs because then everyone was telling me I could be like a diplomat or a politician so um that's what I thought I wanted to do so probably like my junior year of college I was like this isn't really what I want to do but I'm just gonna finish
0: (laughs) (laughs) so was it was there pressure from mom why did you feel like you had to to finish college? Well,
1: at first, I didn't even want to go to college when I was in high school, but um, all of my friends was getting, like, accepted and I just really didn't have a plan. And my parents didn't go to college. Um, I I was the first person in my family since my grandmother to graduate from college. Everybody was just going off school. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to go off to school as well. So it wasn't really pressure from my parents, but by the time you're in your junior year, everybody's like, well, you might as well finish, you know, and I think that's, like, the worst advice ever because really, I just wasted another year and a half and i could have saved that debt and i could have saved that time doing something else it was pressure i think from my peers because or pressure i put on myself from my peers because in school i was very active i was in student government i joined a sorority when you're young in the mind like that you think that those things you know kind of give you your your uh, your credit for being this educated adult i didn't want to look bad upon those people looking back kind of foolish. But at the time, I was like, well, I can't drop out. I'm in my sorority, active in all these organizations. Like, I definitely have to
0: finish. And I just stuck it through and I finished. Well, I mean, congratulations on finishing. I really think that going to college, it really takes discipline. I commend anyone that. That Complete College. Is that drive self-motivated? Uh, you keep saying everybody. I know you've you. always been a creative. Do you feel that the the drive to Complete College was not a personal drive, but was it a drive off, okay, I need to make everybody feel a certain way? What yeah, amazing? I definitely
1: think that. It wasn't, it definitely was not a personal drive whatsoever. When I realized that not what I want to do, it was a everybody else type to drive. It was like a everybody's looking at me, and if I drop out, I still don't know what I'm gonna do. You no, know? so I was like, oh, uh, let me just go with the motions and
0: finish it. What has made you into the woman today? What was the most education as far as with college real well, life? <laughs> I had untrained
1: my mind from everything that I've been taught. What you call government education is government education for a reason and I feel like that whole time that everyone was telling me I'm so smart in college really I was just able to retain a lot of information that you were giving me. That's what school is. It's just retaining the information to pass the class. I don't regret going to school because I did. I I attended a HBCU a historically black college. I think I attended a HBCU at the perfect time because when I was at Man, that's when Obama was running for his first term. So I felt like Socially and culture-wise, I was a part of something in time that I would never regret being anywhere else. Going to an HBCU taught me other things as well in regards to how to deal with things as a Black woman in society. Things that I've learned in class, things that I use, I, I don't. You know, I, I'm not even going to front. So you're my... saying as
0: far as the <laughs> experience yeah, just, with... The... Yeah,
1: just as far as, like, you know, all that. You know, like, I might I might refer to a couple, like, things that I've taken in a philosophy or an class Mm -hmm. but all that other stuff I have kind of just removed it from my mind I mean your first two years of college you're taking like these gen ed studies and I tell people all the time you know unless what your field requires you to have some type of degree like you being a doctor or a lawyer or you don't have to like school is not going to teach you that a lot of things school teaches you you're kind of outdated you know oh yeah it's beyond outdated, you know, and you do waste that time taking some of those courses. So I would definitely say that life has been more of a teacher.
0: You know what, you know, what's so funny is because when I was in school, when I was in college, I never really agreed with the professor's lesson plan. I always challenged the professor's views. And while in class, I would be like, you know, drifting off and daydreaming about business ideas. And And I, and I really feel that you know, volunteering my time, mm-hmm. that had more of a major impact in my life. And that kind of, that that was the pushback while in school and, and experiencing <clears throat> that at the, at the same time. You know, I traveled, I felt like I had a sharper understanding of how the world operated, you know, you know, talking to people, engaging with people, and it cultivated my mindset. Go into more detail. So I know there's something you had to take from. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I took a lot
1: from, the social aspect of it, the the HBCU creating that home, it was very so much like a different world. It felt like that.
0: Do you feel like college kinda hindered your growth though a little bit and how you navigated through the world? Do you feel like it was some things that I
1: don't think I don't think it hindered my growth. I think it gave me this safe haven for those in-between years of me kind of like transitioning into adulthood. I think me attending an HBCU gave me a bigger safe haven of really accepting myself for fully who I am before I go into the real world. They tear you down for being a black woman, you know, and I think it gave me that reassurance, like, no, you're not in this alone. It's okay to feel like this because this is how we feel and it's okay to work hard. for. I gained a lot from that,
0: <clears throat> Bill Cosby documentary, 1968, a CBS News special. Lost over I do agree with you on that. As an Afro-American woman, experience a college experience. As such a school. Is important. Because we are not taught. As adolescents in elementary school and middle school and high school. How to navigate in the world. As a black person. Correct. So I do agree with you on that. But you know what's also crazy? When we go to that counselor's office, when it's time to figure out what college we're going to go to, if, if if our parents don't know about HBCUs or if we're not involved... We don't know about these about these colleges. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's totally different. And I will say that it's totally different being in Kentucky and then moving to Jacksonville, Florida, where there's four, there's five, four or five HBCUs. Because in the South, you know, HBCU culture is it's a lot more prominent. You know, and even when I didn't want to go to school, I had two. I had two black um, teachers that taught in my art school in high school, and they both went to the school I attended, and they were the ones that was like, no, this. This is going to be a different experience for you. Like, they're really going to nurture you. Your classrooms are going to be small. This is going to be a different experience. They really sold me on the experience of going. And one thing about HBCUs, I attended a private HBCU. So one thing I respected about HBCUs at the time really what they do for the community, you know? Right. And when oh you realize... God, yes how much money and how much we as black people have just been bamboozled. Like, you know, even with the NCAA and all these black athletes, before they would let them play for these major schools, they were playing for HBCUs and HBCUs was getting more funding it's like the way that they're if anybody's going to benefit off of me I want to make sure that I'm benefiting their program you know like it has to be a a give and take type of thing so it did kind of change my mindset and I remember like when I was at school because everybody from Kentucky you either go to Louisville or UK or you might go to Western you know but that's about it and so I would talk to some of my friends and you know they went to UK or they went wherever and we would have they always want to have this PWI HBCU debate but I tell them all time. It's really no debate. It's just an experience because things that some of them are going through now, just how society is right now. Like, I'm so glad I went to my school in that time because it prepared me for all of this. It prepared me for all of these killings, all of these shootings, everything that, you know, we feel like we're going back through this civil war, which we've been going through, you know, this whole time. Nothing's changed, but. I feel like I've been prepared, and now I feel like they're awakening to it, you know? And in and, and school, they told me, like, I had this one professor. I, I was kind of skipping her class, and mm-hmm. she had my cell phone number, and she just called me, and she was like, they every day to try to learn something. This mediocre performance in anything you do in life as a Black woman. Like, I'm a Black woman who's had to make my way and do this, and it's not easy, and it won't be easy for you, and she just kind of— she just. Put some real shit in my head, like she really just like kind of told me what it was. Like she was like, no matter how much you think you're doing this, this and this, this is how they're gonna view you. So you gotta prove them wrong every time. So things like that, I do appreciate. Right. Now some of the education uh, I could I could pass on.
0: What made you change your mind as far as I'm going to follow my passion? I'm not gonna be in that. I'm gonna seize the opportunity now, even though
1: I think what it was was is I think college teaches us to be safe mm-hmm. and comfortable. And content. Like college, everyone's like, go to college to secure you a good job. I finished college, you know, um, my husband and I actually got married. Like, we both, I had a semester left, he had like a year left. And so we both finished college or whatever, and we both ended up getting this secure, good job. And then you end up in this entry level position or the next step up position. And then you making what is that? You make like 40 to 50 grand, but you sit in this cubicle all day and you're just and like, pushing it, pushing paperwork. And it's so routine. and I was miserable. I was literally miserable living this quote unquote, I got a good job, you know? And everyone's like, you should be happy. You got in at a good company. I hated it. Like, I was like, whoa, is this what being in a Adult is. And everyone's
0: telling me, like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, when they say, you know, you like experience, but you're, you know, on paper qualified. I'm like, what the hell? Shit, you know. When do you
1: want me to get experience while I'm getting my uh, paper
0: qualifications? (laughs) All hours. It's kind of like a little
1: situation, I just spent
0: all these damn hours and nights and years obtaining this government-approved paper. For you to (laughs) give me
1: a $36,000 job when I got $100,000 in student loans. If this is all it is, then I'd rather bet on myself. Just grind it out and bet on myself because I know my potential, you know, instead of just living this regular day-to-day life. That was my thing. It was like, it wasn't built for me like i'm not meant to be safe i'm okay with
0: living on the edge i just i had to take the shot do you you think it's living on the edge they make it seem like it's living on the edge that actually following our passion and our true desires you know over time we've been we begin to believe that the results are actually our true gifts as far as how they measure us and it does hinder our potential so do you feel that is it living on the edge or is it actually just living i think
1: just living but they make it seem like it's living on the edge you know I think it's just living I mean I'm not gonna lie like in the beginning of the transition it was a struggle it was was different I knew our true potential really knew that it was we were not meant for that I would die proving my true potential instead of being in some fishbowl but it really is just living because honestly I feel so free I don't have any constraints holding me like and I think that's the thing that people start to admire but the, the crazy thing is that you gotta pop first for them to start feeling it. When I quit my office job, all of that went down and I was just like, look, I'm going to go back to bartending in the meantime before I figure something out. Because the a bartending I didn't feel like, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I was official. Like so at first when like I said that, everybody's boss. like, oh man, Chris tripping. you were yeah. supposed to be a diplomat. Like, you know and when they see you pictured with so-and-so and this celebrity and they see so-and-so bosses, so they see this, now everybody's like, ooh, like they live, you know but right. when you're doing <laughs> the struggle We gonna ride the wagon a- now! <laughs> right, that's exactly. It's like when they see you pop,
0: or what they think you pop. Him, right? Damn, like, yeah. like <laughs> you wasn't there to The beginning. you was calling me like, crazy. The an yeah. right? She crazy. It's she dropped out of school. Then your parents. I feel sorry for you. What you doing? Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, and it's, it's literally even my dad. You know, he always calls my art arts and crafts. He's
1: like you're doing a your little arts and crafts. I'm like damn, then, you know, daddy. Right, <laughs> but then with this show, he's like, what? The W downtown. The W wants to host your art show. This must be nice. Nah, I'm popping.
0: Keep popping, man. Man, that's a, that's a that's a lot to marinate on right there. You know, it, it's
1: for real. Like it's like to other people, it's like, oh, you did it. But where I want to be in life right now, and where I want to go, and the thing that kind of holds me back because you
0: know I have all these student loans from doing it. So it's
1: like, uh, honestly, I would have rather just went to
0: like a community college. Now you know, a lot of people may disagree with me, but not having the right to go get an education, I understand that. But now I have the right, right? Just because I don't go to college doesn't mean I don't respect my ancestors. And I feel like society, some black society, and I'm not going to say all, but defines us as um, not respecting our ancestors or uneducated. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I don't know how that's disrespect of not going to college because my ancestors fought for
1: nah, it. I don't well. think that's disrespectful at you all. You really enlighten yourself and you realize we've been bamboozled in a lot of stuff. So nah, I don't think that's it. I think it's disrespectful to my ancestors that I don't take and I think that's disrespectful. So when people come with that, I just, you know, you just, you just got to shut that down. Every day you should be trying to gain more and more intellectual property. College is not always intellectual property. And education doesn't stop even after college. People need to start creating the difference between being quote unquote college smart and obtaining intellectual property. Yep. It's a huge difference. I want people to say that I'm wise. I'm creative. I have an intriguing mind. Because when you're smart, people feel like you've reached a certain level that you don't have to go any further. And anything that you do, if you want to be great, you have to continue to constantly be learning. We don't even use half of our brain. Oh my A dolphin God, yeah. uses like 35% of their brain. A dolphin uses like 35% of their brain. They're, they're a lot more intelligent than we are. And I just always think about that.
0: That's kind of scary.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Damn. Well, Chris, I first want to thank you. This can go on and on. It's such a, a gifted young lady and I'm like gifted you're just so freaking cute you need to go ahead and let everyone know like where to find you where they can find your work what's coming up get social with you and get to know you because everyone needs to know who you are you can
1: find me on all social networks instagram twitter snapchat at chris lenise that's no h so that's b-r-i-s-l-a-n-i-e-s-e and my website is me. i am currently prepping for my third solo exhibit in atlanta yay my um, yes it is big it <laughs> (laughs) posted by the W downtown seventh called caffeine. So if you follow me, you'll see my updates in regards to caffeine and if you check out the website, I do drop a lot of merchandise. Date again.
0: What's the date? Say again. The date is July twenty seventh.
1: July twenty seventh In Atlanta, if you're in Atlanta, I'm coming. Please, please, please follow me
0: and come check your girl out. I am just thankful. Thank you, Chris, and it was a pleasure having you and and having a conversation with you today.
1: All right, sis, it's been my pleasure.
0: Thank you. College isn't for everybody, but education is necessary. Do you believe a person is uneducated because they did not go to college? We are all excellent. If you are measuring, judging, and investing in a person based on their method of education, you are uneducated. Marinate on that. Don't forget to visit JessicaTaylorLiving.com. Free recipes, printables, tips, and tricks, and so much oh, more. yeah. Thanks for listening to Marinate on That. Now let the beat drop.